Hi there, my name's Andy Castle from Thrive Youth Ministries based in the Midlands in Leamington Spa and uh, welcome to this week's episode of the Heart of a Youth Leader podcast. Uh, I've been thinking a lot around the whole word wait. What are you waiting for at the moment? What What is the thing that if that happened will change everything? What are you waiting for to, to see the, the, the ministry to to young people in your area or in your church go to the next level what is the one thing that if you could just have that will make a difference uh, and you know I often talk about too many of us are exhausted too many of us are burning the candle at both ends and if that's you you've got to learn to stop but more importantly than stopping you've got to learn to wait and what are you waiting for And what will the waiting, when will the waiting end? When will the wait come to a conclusion? When will the wait deliver what you're hoping for? And therefore wait and hope go together, don't they? We wait in hope for the future to be a better place. And while we're waiting, we're very active. Waiting... I used to think was a was a passive word because you kind of wait for the doctor or you wait for the dentist in their waiting rooms where you used to sit idly going through those very out of date magazines, which, of course, the pandemic has got rid of and we don't have anything to even look at. But fortunately, we've all got phones in our pockets. And so we wait scrolling through the messages and the photos on our phones But waiting is not a passive, waiting is an active word. And I was looking at these words from Psalm 130. The Psalms are so wonderful for describing uh, the the reality of of following God and being uh, part of his adopted family. And in Psalm 130 verse 5 it says, I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits and in his word I put my hope. Now, of course, the psalmist is not going, well, I'm just hiding away. I'm just going to cower away until something happens. I'm just going to wait for the Lord. He actually says in his word, in his whole word, the scriptures, I put my hope. Waiting and hope go together. Uh, And we need to learn. We need to get better at waiting on God in the day to day. We need to be getting better at waiting and putting our Put in, in putting our hope in his word. So here's a gentle challenge. What's your daily rhythm of spending time with God like? How, you know, don't, and we've got to do it in a way that we don't start bragging about, well, this is what I do. Because I find as soon as I start telling people what my daily rhythm of spending time with God is, I start to crash. I start to slip. I start to not do it. Uh, And so we have to be careful because it's not to brag, but it's actually to bring us closer to our our Heavenly Father. Uh, And so uh, I don't really want to go into what I do uh, because it's what I do. And that's between me and my Father. And what do you do? Because it's not to show off. It's not to tell others this is what you should do. But what we do know is we've got to put our hope in his word. So reading scripture at least once a day isn't really optional. It's it's essential. It's as essential as having three meals a day. 
Now, of course, we can skip a meal occasionally and it's and it's fine and it's okay. And we don't have a legalistic God and he gets it when the day is too busy or we've overslept or it's just run away with us. He gets it because he's our father. And just as as a dad, if one of my kids goes a day without speaking to me, I'm not like, how dare them? I'm not going to talk to them when they next try and talk to me or anything like that. I just get it. But I'm like, but I'm still here as soon as they want to talk. And I can't wait to hear from them and to have a catch up with them. And I believe that's how our Heavenly Father is with us. He gets it. He gets when we don't uh, spend time with him, but he can't wait. He can't wait for us to be with him. Uh, and so we need to wait on him. Uh, and there's a wonderful app that I'm uh, saying I wouldn't tell you what I'm doing that I've been playing with called Centering Prayer, which is something which helps you to spend time just waiting on God, resting in his presence. And it's really simple. It encourages you to pick a word uh, that will help you fix your your mind and your eyes on God. And so you might choose his holiness or love or obedience or glory or 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 saved or forgiven. Any of these kind of things which we you feel that that's really important for me. And it brings us back into his presence. And then it has a really simple timer. You can set it from, I don't know, a couple of minutes to an hour or something. I've never got that far where you can. It, it starts with a really gentle gong, like in a sort of abbey or a monastery. Uh, and then it goes silent for your time and then it dong it dongs it 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 uh, resounds again um uh, and to to let you know when your time's up and it's it's a really nice way to spend time in his presence and not worrying about how long because you know there's going to be a, an alarm to let you know when your time is up it's a good way of waiting uh, and i guess i'm saying we need to learn to wait but we also need to learn to wait in our activity uh, and so as we go we need to think how can I wait on the Lord and verse 6 uh, says I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning more than watchmen wait for the morning it's so important it says it twice and who were the watchmen? The watchmen were the guards over the city and they'd watch overnight because at night was when the city was most vulnerable because they didn't have the street lighting, of course, that we have. And they didn't have that kind of facility of the the, uh, the, the, the night vision goggles and all that to see what was going on in the darkness. So darkness was when the city was at its most vulnerable. And so they had people uh, sighted around the walls of the city to watch and to wait for what's going to happen watching is there any movement is there any uh, uh, enemy uh, attack that's being uh, started on that city and they wait for morning to come they wait for the dawn because it's in the dawn that they start to have the relief of daylight uh, and, 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 and the psalmist is saying, I wait for the Lord more than I wait for the morning. You can imagine being one of these watchmen going, oh, this is so hard because I can't see anything. And it's all on me and it's a big responsibility. I can't wait for the morning when, when actually I can see better. And actually I am relieved from my duty. And we wait for the Lord in the darkness, not always knowing what the right thing to do is, but knowing that he is, he is the right thing and he knows what we need to do 
and our hope is in him through his word. So as we go about our day, being aware of God's presence, waiting for him, putting our hope in him, not in our abilities, not in our plans, not in our talks, not in our games, not in our craft, but in him. And it's an active waiting as we drive around rather than putting the radio on or a podcast on sometimes or some music, maybe just wait on God and be aware of his presence with us in every situation. Before we have a conversation with someone, just be going, Lord, be in this conversation. I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. And in his word, I put my hope. Spend time waiting on God this week. Have a great week. Go for it. (laughs) 